In the words of Public Enemy's Chuck D, bring the noise. Network. I am Charlie Taylor, and this is What's Good. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you've all had a good week in the circumstances brackets. Um, I don't really have much to report as it, as it, pertains, to, as it pertains to me personally. Um, you know, I've, uh, a couple of uh, the podcasts are going pretty well. I recently celebrated, obviously, uh, DITD's uh, first year anniversary. Um, happy birthday, DITD. And uh, yeah, you know, I can't, I can't really complain. At the moment, I have a surplus of interviews, so uh, you know, this is just one coming, and uh, we got, we got plenty more coming for you, ladies and gentlemen. So you know, stay tuned, honestly, because uh, I have some heat coming. I have some heat coming. I have some funny ones. Uh, I have a real inspirational one in my mind, and also have one of uh, an artist I've just only recently been just so enamoured with, and uh, it, was, it was very, it was very. Uh, interesting um, hearing their story but for this episode ladies and gentlemen we are talking and catching up with a friend of 5e um shout out to deacon um so i recently well not recently i hit up uh deacon in person actually um I t- i'll tell this briefly at the start of the interview but um, basically he was touring with a carla um uh, a couple of years ago while i was in university and he came on as a support, so he came on first, and I was just really, you know, really taken back. Like, it was, it was you know, as supports go, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really enjoy, you know, looking up support acts, and, uh, you know, especially if they're really good, um, which is also always, you know, a pleasant surprise, because you don't know what you're going to get, you know, sometimes the support is going to be, you know, sometimes sometimes not all the time um better than the actual headline um but uh you know and, and deacon was great you know it's just as good as a carla in my mind in terms of performance i really enjoyed how he did this thing um so yeah i hit him up and personally after the show and uh yeah and then we had the interview and uh you know it's all it's all been it's all been love since then um i recently went to his uh blank space live a few months ago last year and uh you know that was a extremely amazing vibe and uh, obviously that that can't happen now, uh-huh. uh, but you know, because if it did, I would actually you know tell you guys to go there because it's really good, especially if you're around you know um, South London Tooting area. It's banging. Um, it's a banging night. Anyway, uh, we get into that in the interview, but we also go into his uh, you know just uh, life under lockdown because obviously well because we recorded uh, a couple days uh, after lockdown was announced. So as you can imagine, it was pretty fresh in our mind. So I've been gone with that, but we do f- swiftly get onto his, uh, you know, career so far since the interview. Uh, he recently dropped. Uh, well, at the time of the interview, he was about to drop an EP called Cold Wolf, uh, and that was, you know, I really enjoyed it personally. Uh, but he actually explains why he thought, you know, in hindsight, he should have done his latest project first. Uh, Polaroid Nudes and then Colin Wolf, and uh, I'll leave it to him to uh, explain it because it was a very interesting and very uh, 
a very in, a very intelligent explanation as to why and uh, very understandable. Uh, but yeah, he recently re- uh, released uh, his mixtape Polaroid Nudes. Um, at this moment in time, still one of my favorite projects of this year, and that's not gassing him up. You know, I objectively think that. Um, it's a really good project, and uh, the word I keep using is meditative, and I'm using the interview as well as the DITD review. Um, and yeah, so so you know we get into all that kind of stuff, and uh, and we also get into uh, talking about having a team, and uh, you know just um, I guess well, I guess what's the word um, enterprise kind of thing, you know motivations as an artist, and uh, you know the pitfalls that we all go under. Uh, sometimes and we all fall into um, a lot of times and yeah it was a very it was a very back and forth conversation uh, very calm very cool and uh, reason partly the reason why is because it was a, a fucking I had to wake up in the morning which uh, you know that's a, that's a rarity these days <laughs> just being just keeping it real with you and uh, yeah so <laughs> uh, so yeah I'm, I'm pretty much more chill than usual but you know comes comes uh, having a Having a chat with Deacon is always, um, it's always calm. He's a very chill person, and uh, you know, very, and it vibes with me very well, as um, as you can imagine, you know. So, uh, I don't usually usually uh, give instructions in terms of how you should listen, but um, you know, if you're in a, if you're chilling, uh, I wouldn't probably listen to this in the car. <laughs> I wouldn't really, uh, excuse me, it doesn't really uh, bump the whip like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're if you if you're chilling, if you're like in bed or whatever, or you're just you know having a read, I feel like uh, this would be a perfect time to listen to this show. Um, if you've got a cup of tea next to you, all the better. Just get comfy, honestly, because we have a real calm um, and a real just uh, just a real conversation overall. I think um, it do- it didn't it didn't feel like an interview. Um, which I think I feel like is always the best, you know. It's just chopping it up and uh, you, know, you know, just chopping up with, with the boy. So uh, yeah, shout out to him. So yeah, from where it is, before we begin, we have the email, Twitter, IG, and Facebook as well, and also the Discord link. You can find all of that in the description below. And with that said, my interview or chop up or catch up, however you want to word it, <laughs> uh, with Deacon. Uh, enjoy. Good. What is good, sir? What's going on? How are we doing? I'm good. Um, just for the record, he made me get up at 8.30. Um, just so you guys know. I made you get up know at 8.30 oh, no, no, for a call at 10am. <laughs> you can't put that on me. You could have got up at 9.55. <laughs> nah, oh, oh, well, I wouldn't be here if it was like... <laughs> I'd still be in that bed by me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you're welcome so. then. You're welcome. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, apparently, apparently, good mornings are great. Apparently, so that's that's his that's his logic, not mine. But anyway, right. just so just so you guys know, I'm putting in effort in all this. It's all good. But um. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what's good, boss man? How has the um, how has the lockdown been? It's uh, as of recording. I think it's been well official for mm. I think past two days. Yeah. Um. So yeah, <laughs> well, that I've I've been kind of I've been kind of lucky, um, to be fair, because my I'm working at the moment, um, and my store, the work, the company I work for, shut down on the thirteenth. Um, so 
it's been about almost two weeks already. Um, and I've been in and out to the, to get the odd bits of shopping, but really I've been in for pretty much two weeks, anyways. Um, and I'm enjoying it, man. Luckily, my company's still paying me, so I haven't got the stress yeah. of um mm. of a lot of people that a lot of people do. Um, so I'm just here, man. I'm here. I'm planning, trying to make the best out of this time, man. Um, there's a lot of things that I fell behind on that I really wanted to get done, and I didn't have it, um have it in my in my schedule this year, but. Looks like we're being forced to do the things that we didn't have time for before. So I'm I'm actually quite enjoying it to be honest. Oh, fair enough. I think it's one. I think this is um, uh, one of those things about uh, I guess perspective. Like um, mm. you know, you you either see you either see these as like opportunities to do new things, mm. or or just an opportunity or a tragedy, I guess. And I, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I am shit scared. Sorry, am I even allowed to swear on this? Is that? A... Yeah, as far as the podcast, probably same same morning radio. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is morning. Um, yeah, no, it's um, I'm I'm terrified for for older, more vulnerable people. Um, not even just older yeah. people. Like, there's a lot of even friends of my own have got like. Um, they're immunocompromised and you know it's a very 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 scary time and the numbers are unprecedented like you look at what's going on in italy and you compare it to where we are now it's terrifying mm-hmm. um but not even but that that's what there's a full stop after that it is terrifying um i think the best we can do is play our part stay indoors or or volunteer, help out the NHS, or just help out your neighbour here and there, um, and use the time to work on yourself and stay out of harm's way, so we can protect those people that are really trying to, that are on the front line that are protecting us. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't want to brush over that and act like this is some blessing of a holiday, um, <laughs> but yeah. like you said, it is all about perspective, and you could have a sit down and be terrified and almost get you're you're more you're more compromised and you're you're more likely to become ill because you know the thoughts do um have a a huge effect on your on how your body reacts to adversity um mm-hmm. or you could try and find some type of silver lining um so yeah just just to kind of draw the point home this is it's not a holiday but um um yeah i'm, I'm trying to find ways of, of making the best out of it you know yeah, no, for sure. Um, I kind of had that feeling um, uh, of like, just uh, oh, what if what if I'm weak and <laughs> just mm. so, so, so it happens, you know. What I mean? mm. um, but I guess that was just me waking up at eight thirty. Um, so put <laughs> <laughs> <brought> it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Right, one nil, one nil. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, out of out of curiosity. Um, I didn't manage to get a trim before lockdown, and uh, it's kind of put me on a uh, well, shit happens uh, kind of uh, tip. Um, it don't look. It don't look. Uh, we're chatting on um, video chat obviously right now, but uh, he sees that it's not that bad. But trust me, bro, it's coming. <laughs> no, trust me. I was thinking the line outside the barbershop after this is going to be monumental. Oh. It's going to be monumental. Oh. Oh. 
Now might be the Bob time. Bob's going to be raking. How, how do you feel about... <laughs> see, I was thinking this, yeah. How do you feel about shaving your beard during this time? Okay. Would you do it? What? Sh- what, just shave? Yeah, like, do, I mean, do you do that normally? Is that like a... Because for me, I haven't I haven't seen my chin in about six years. <laughs> so, I was thinking... I mean, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe um, now's the time to do that, but... You know what, it's on second force. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I think it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, it's like, well, you're going to be home for a while. You ain't going to be seeing many people. So, like, why not switch switch it up and see, see what it looks like, you know what I mean? I'll tell like, you um, why not, though, because if it doesn't grow what? back... Bro, this took me 25 <laughs> years to grow. 25 years to grow this beard. You're mad. That's why not. If it doesn't grow yeah. back up, I will have no problem with getting what they call it beard weave and just slapping out yeah. my face. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm I mean, I'm gonna I save mean, myself the the trouble and just not do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've only had my facial hair like properly for about a probably less than a year to be honest. So, I'm taking what I can get on this front. Um. <laughs> I'm not saying I won't like um, just give it a trim now and again because I like I just I just like to have it short to be honest. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, I probably just I probably just now and again just um, catch the sides a bit. But you know, apart from that, I can't really complain. It's just mm. the hair that I like to the hair. I just like to have it done. You know? <laughs> no, it's, it's one of it's of one of it's one of the services in life I like to take advantage of. You know what I mean? Go what, see go ready? see boss go see boss man. Going like he he comes in he's like hello my friends you know it's sh- shout to boss man you know Kurdish and you know he's just, he just lines me up clean it, it's it's a lifesaver man you, just you just got to a Kurdish barber yeah man Kurdish boy yeah he's he's a Kurdish guy yeah, what's man, that like he's, he's calm it's the same as Turkish but Kurdish no I know that I mean what's it <laughs> I mean what's it like what's the barbershop experience like because I go to a Jamaican barber. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just wondering the, the yeah, how what it's like um, to work at Barbers. Do you have the same? As, do you have like? Is there a lot of bands in there? Yeah, no, he's he's cool. He's cool. Um, I say I'd say this right. Um, I've I've experienced I've experienced black barbers. I've experienced um in this case I'll just say Turkish barbers and uh and white barbers as well. Right. Mm. I've been I've been all I've been to all three and I've ex- experimented with all three. Because I'm an idiot, um, <laughs> but what I think, what I've, what my 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 um, I guess way of thinking about it in terms of just like getting a trim, and I'll get to like the um, experience uh, uh, after that. But like in terms of just getting a trim, Kurdish Turkish barbers, I feel like it's like black barber quality in white barber time. It's just, it's, it's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, honestly. Like when you go to a Turkish barbers. So shout out to the Turkish barbers, my God. Clean, right, okay. okay, fair enough. Clean, underrated, underrated. But anyway, um, yeah. In terms of experiences, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty calm. I'd say it's not like, um, like if you want to just like, if if you want to be quiet, we'll be quiet and just like, and I'll just get a trim. You know what I mean? So because sometimes yeah. I just like to, I just like to have 25 minutes just to cut just to chill um but you know no, if, if you want if if I, I mean personally i don't mind like talking um so like if he just goes like hey how you doing as as you'll 
you know, month or so it been since you last visited, whatever. I'm like, yeah, 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 it's been alright. You chat, doing this, doing this, doing that. He's like, so yeah, he indulges. So yeah, so um, it's a pretty decent conversation. It's kind of like, um, it's very modern looking. So yeah, so um, I, I don't really know how to describe that, but um, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, um, in terms of modern, I'd say it's not like it's not like Desmond's. Right. You used to watch Desmond's. You know, that's um, funny. This man's yeah. Desmond's. Let's talk about Desmond's, man. Best show ever, man. Best show ever. God, if you lot ain't seen Desmond's, well, I don't even like fully remember that. Obviously, I remember it, Desmond's, but I underrated. I just remember the. I remember the image. I remember the name on the the red. <laughs> The red, what they call it, um, outside the shop. But that's it. That's all I remember about that show. Mm-hmm. That's such a classical mm-hmm. name, though. Desmond's Barber. Desmond's, yeah, man. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. But, but you, um, I mean, you said you haven't, you, you haven't touched, I guess, touched a bit in, um, in your twenty five, your twenty five years. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm lying. I, I, I do, I do go to the barbers <laughs> to shape up. But yeah. obviously, I don't cut yeah. my hair because I'm a locks man. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's to be honest, man. I go to the barbers more time for the experience, like, because some of the things they're talking about is just so silly, man. You should have heard the barbershop conversations, but before coronavirus hit there, oh, it's yeah. just hit here. It was so silly. Them, give me a little bit, give me a little bit. Uh, what were they talking about? They were just like, um, no, nah, they were just arguing. One of them, because one of them's on an idol diet, like vegan diet, and um. He was just saying, I don't get sick. You don't understand, I do not get sick. And the other man was like, <laughs> you're lying. The human body is designed for sickness. You're lying. Yeah. It's like, when have you ever seen me sick? And there's just that whole stupid conversation. And then the whole yeah. thing about, oh, black people can't catch it, this, that, and the other. Well, that was wrong. Yeah, that, that's, that's... <laughs> that was wrong. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a level of ignorance I don't want to uh, get into, to be honest. Mm. Like, uh, viruses don't discriminate, right? Let's just, yeah, let's just get that. Let's just drill that into our heads right quick. But, yeah. uh, I, I find it so fascinating that people... Because like, uh, I've heard there are people that I like, just go, I don't get sick. I just don't get sick. It's just like, mm. sure, but... Like, do you want to test that? You know what I mean. It's just like yeah, and I think and, like, I think what the the val um the point that a lot of people were missing was that it's alright if you don't get sick, but that yeah, go mm-hmm. visit your grandma, mm-hmm. drop her off some that's, shopping. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's 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 what um that's what yep. a lot of people are missing, and that's 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 irresponsible of them. Um, oh, so this is was a call like a um uh. A radio, like a morning radio show. Um, I think it was in somewhere in Hampshire. Um, it was just like this seventy odd year old woman just like just I going heard like, it. it was BBC Radio Four, right? Yeah, bro. I heard it. Man, she was just like, oh man, the the levels, the levels was not not it, man. So just, was just, she was just, uh, but you eesh. know, I think a lot of that comes down to a lot of that comes down to. Um, because there was so much confusion in the beginning and so much downplaying and so much false optimism from our yeah. our leadership that um, it didn't, people didn't take it seriously. And now it's difficult to, to then do a full U-turn and tell people that you must stay in. Obviously, like, there, there is a level of common sense. I'm not taking the onus completely off of stupidity. Um, mm. But mm-hmm. 
as as a good leader, in my opinion, would have emphasized how important it was from the get go. Like these, if pandemics happen, pandemics happen, and it was very obvious and clear signs at the beginning that this was going to become a big problem. Um, especially since they. Was it happened around or the outbreak started just before Chinese New Year, and this again, this isn't to to put any type of blame. I'm just talking about social activities and how that um kind of continued the growth. Having an outbreak in China a couple of days before a um before their biggest festival, where loads of people go from all over the world like there's china there's a chinatown in every、That's、major city in the world do you know what i mean so obviously and, we, and obviously people didn't understand the the gravity of it so no one really thought much of it um but those who study pandemics and those who study epidemics should have been able to see that and see that this is going to be a problem because people need to visit their families people need to people need to travel people need to work people need to do this and the other there's going to be festivals in the streets Um, it was always going to be a problem, and I think a good leader would have seen that, or a, a lead, a good leadership team would have seen that and emphasised the importance from the beginning. Instead, Boris is talking about we're just going to let it flow through our population and build a blanket immunity, which、um, yeah. which now seems like the most ridiculous thing to say, the most ridiculous thing to say.、Um, Because the NHS is the NHS is struggling already, and we haven't even seen it. We haven't even seen it yet. I'm afraid to say.、Um, mm. So yeah, but I say all of that to say I think、um, a lot of her ignorance does stem from that. A lot of her ignorance does stem from that. And other than that, she's also just very selfish. And that generation is they're very um they're very stubborn. I don't know about you, but I had to send my I live with my grandma. I had to send her to Brighton. I exiled her. I sent her to um to to well I say I um my mum and I convinced her to go and live、um, with my granddad out in Brighton because、mm-hmm. the nature of what myself and my mum do we we're in and out of the house we have to get the shopping this that and the other um and there's a lot、right. more people in London it's a lot more condensed so it's more likely that、mm-hmm. you're gonna get it here but、mm-hmm. you have to do a lot of convincing to that generation to get them to do what they're not used to doing um、mm. so yeah um. Anyways, that's not to not to rant too much, but、um, no, no, that's cool. It, it yeah, just no, ma- it did、okay. it did make sense when I heard it. It was it it was annoying to listen to, but I also recognised、um, that that level of tone.、Um, yeah. Like、um, Boris just should have played a Skepta's shutdown, just like called it a day. To be honest,、so、you could just have just been uni- the universal, universal sign of、uh, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know、oh, about、man. you, but when that, show, that when that song came out in the club, I did not cut it out. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly、Good、when、point. I went into the into the center of the crowd. <laughs> Great point. Great point. Great point. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no,、nah, it was it was cool though, man.、Uh, it was cool. What am I talking about?、Um, yeah, I I don't I don't think the way he done it was 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 sufficient enough. But yeah, so for sure, go, we do with it how it is now. Yep, exactly.、Um, well, so moving on from that,、um, we'll get into、uh, I guess、uh, other things.、Um, 
Oh, God, when was the, the time I interviewed you uh, was at least, I think, two years ago. Remember um, where it was again? Was it tour? It well, I hit well, I hit you up in person because you uh, supported the Carla uh, in Southampton, <laughs> and I was right, at uni yeah. at the time. Um, I was at uni at the time, so and I was just like, "This dude's fire." Um, so oh. yeah, that's kind of just just a as an origin story for anyone listening, and that's kind of just how it was. I just uh, I got my signed book and uh, <laughs> kept it moving. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, it was a signed book of visions it was, it was great i still i still have it um but yeah no so it's it was after that and uh yeah so i guess i just wanted to ask like uh not well it's a broad question but like i like to say to people go where you want with it um what have you been up to since then <laughs> um a lot um but i guess musically I do 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 do. What have I been? What have I been doing? So that was around the time of the release of my first EP. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cotton Wolf. Um, which it was a solid piece of work. Um, but after releasing it, I think I realised that that putting that out first was wasn't the best move because. Okay. Uh, imagine if. Kendrick put out To Pimp a Butterfly before he put out Good Kid Mad City. Sure. That's kind of how I felt it was because Good Kid Mad City is a lot more, it's a very, it's a personal experience. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an introduction to his character, to his thought process, to who he is. Whereas mm-hmm. To Pimp a Butterfly is a, it's a concept. Um, and like, like the thread of, I remember you was conflicted, misusing your influence, rah, 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 all of that. That's a thread, like that's a that's a concept album. As is Good Kid, but Good Kid is a bit more coherent and a lot more relatable. Um, yeah, and it's a lot more significant of his character. To Pimple sure. Butterfly is a lot more significant of his art and his creativity. Um, and I feel like Cotton Wolf did the same for me. It was it's significant of my creativity, my art, my what the things that I'm interested in, because it's a concept EP on. Um, basically comparing the parallels between um, the experiences of an ex-slave Laura Smalley to the experiences that we see today Um, and that's like I'm passionate about learning about that and understanding what life was like in them times Um, but also it it, it, whilst it was that and it was artistic it wasn't a good introduction to who I am whereas um, Polaroid Nudes the mixtape I've just put out now it's a much better introduction to me because for sure I'm very raw I'm very vulnerable in that project um I'm very like you know it's 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 a it's a tough it's a tough piece of that I went to some places that I didn't really want to go to um but you listen to that and you're like right okay cool I understand that and I can relate to that um so yeah but in answer to your question what have I done since I released a, I just released a mixtape um, 13 songs um, I've toured Europe um, toured the UK was actually going to tour the States in a week <laughs> but uh, <no>. considering <laughs> what's going on I'm staying put <laughs> um, yeah to be honest though but even before all of this started happening it was looking unlikely because visas Visas 
visas are crazy. Visas, it was yeah. gonna cost me like three grand to get out there on my own, <laughs> and I wanted to go yeah. with two other people because mm. you can't just go out there and perform, even if you're not getting paid. Um, mm. You you still have to have a um, a visa. I'm sure there's plenty of musicians that will hear this that know a lot more than I do about that. But um, yeah, that was a. That was a harsh introduction to that world. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, done, done, done a fair bit of touring, a lot of recording. Um, started a a music night called Blank Space, which you've been to. Yes, um, sir. And yeah, just trying to find ways to create my own platform and my own scene, rather than joining onto the scenes that already exist. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's where I've been at. Yeah, so that's, that's good. And I understand what you're talking about when it comes like obviously moving on from project to project. Um, like the uh, Kendrick comparison, nice, uh, nice little self guess like that. I like that. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, that, that, I, I completely understand where you're going from. Let's talk. Let's talk about photo news just for a moment, because like I found, um, I found that very like well, like you said, very vulnerable, and um, I I like to I gave the word meditative as well, um, right. just of how of how reflective it seemed, I guess, um, while listening. It's just like it, 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 I had like the image of just like you literally just writing these rhymes down like in lifetime basically that's how if that's how it felt like basically um mm. uh to me um especially with like um especially with like uh songs like Tamika and um um especially that um that just felt very live real time uh kind mm. of storytelling which I thoroughly um enjoy that kind of thing um how long did that uh, whole uh, process, I guess, uh, uh, take for you? For the for the project, for the entire mm-hmm. project, um, that's kind of difficult. Only because it, it's being that it's a mixtape, um, it's an amalgamation of songs that we've created over the years. So, um, right. the the bulk of it, in fact, every song. Apart from, I need to get this right. Every song apart from Wilford um, and Family, it has been produced by Free Monk. Um, Free Monk is, he's been, he was the one that produced Cotton Wolf as well. Yep. Um, and yeah, we got Free Monk, man. Shout out to Free Monk all day. Um, that, but we've got like a hundred songs in a locker. Um, just there and originally we just said let's just make music man let's just make good music and we picked the best songs out of that that had a bit of a coherent thread Um, and yeah so it's difficult to say how long it took because 100 Mark for example um, 100 Mark came from a conversation I had uh, with Free Monk about Three years ago, were we in 2020? Yeah, about three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. After I'd gone through a bit of a breakup. 
and we were just talking about it and he kind of laid down the soundtrack to that breakup but it took right. me about two and a half years to even access the place i needed to access to yeah. write the music so I, i've got about if you see the pages that i've got on on 100 mark i've got like a, a whole thesis on on bars like for uh, that really? for that one beat um yeah but every time i wrote something I was kind of holding back a little bit and I'd play it to Freeman or I'd, I'd, um, I'd perform it in front of him and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, you're not going there though. you got to go there. And I was just like, mm. Mm. and he was like, no, you, you really like, be like, go there. And it mm. took a long time to get there. So, um, so that's, that's one long process. But then King Nip happened. That song came the week after um Nipsey Hussle passed away, rest in peace. Um, mm. And it, that same week, um, a couple of people that I went to school with passed away. There was a lot of death on the news. Um, right. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think this was... Um, uh, Matt Miller passed away in the September which was mm-hmm. slightly before that if I'm not mistaken so there was just a lot that um, that that uh, that energy was just in the air and so when that happened it took about half an hour to write that song because it yeah. was just it was it wasn't bars at that point like you said it was just like real time it was just describing 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 um, mm-hmm. Freemonk made the 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 beat in the same amount of time we recorded it that night left it that was it um only had to go back to it to mix it but we left it for a couple of days so that we could kind of let that kind of settle let those feelings settle come back to Mm -hmm. the freshes and then and and tinker and tweak um Mm. but yeah that's that that was a that was i mean that that was a very quick process but it was only quick because the headspace existed before the song um so yeah like i guess over the it, the that mixtape was created over the course of about three four years um, oh, okay desolation is the oldest song on there actually that song's about four years old right. uh, four or five years old even um so yeah yeah it's just you know to some some took a lot some didn't yeah and that's <clears throat> it's kind. It's kind of interesting thinking about that because, like, I don't really, um, I don't personally in my um, the creative endeavors don't like to, um, I guess, like let stuff settle. I guess um, uh, by that I mean, um, if I've started something, I want to have like something done within a month you know what i mean like uh, yeah. i just i just want it i just want it like not not finished you know what i mean but like i want a first <laughs> i want a first draft you know what i mean like for myself just so like summit's down and i can work i can i can, I can build on that foundation but yeah. um is it i guess uh, and it's I can't believe you have a vault already that's kind of just uh uh that's that's, that's mad to think about uh that's that's good because that's for future stuff um but um i guess my question is right in this in this in this case is uh 
what do you personally prefer, I guess, in that case? Do you like having something sit for a few years or whatever, however long? Or do you like it when it's just like, bam, I've got it right here? Um, it's really guess. it's really dependent on what it is. Um, I think right. the, the, the underlying... Um, the underlying thing that I need to remember and that I think a lot of artists need to remember, mm. um, especially considering the way that art is consumed these days, everything's stream and everything's instant access. You need to remember mm-hmm. that art, good art, does not die. It doesn't go anywhere. Um, mm. Like how many times have you listened to Miseducation? How many times have you listened to Exodus? How many times have you listened to All Blues by Miles Davis? Like, these pro- mm-hmm. they they don't die it's like regardless of whether these three artists made them and put them out immediately or they made them and they put them out six seven ten twenty years later um good it's it's good art i think the main frustration is seeing the return on investment because going to those places isn't easy and it's not cheap like it's it's emotionally expensive to get yeah. to somewhere like that like um, yeah. and to live in that headspace and like even even when it's a good experience I'm not it doesn't everything hasn't got to be doom and gloom um, yeah of course but even when it's a good experience it's like what have you done in your life for you to be able to create a good experience that creates good art um, and that's that's not easy to get to you can't just access that instantly everybody has the mundane days um, mm-hmm. and so what what gets super frustrating is going back to the day to day the 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 real life as they like to call it um going back to that and not having people experience your art that you've put so much into um mm. so in that case it's I would prefer to to get things done and out as soon as possible but um yeah. the art the artist in me because that's that's like the more that's the more frustrated um, human side um, of what I do, uh, especially living in 2020 London. Um, mm. But the artist in me is very comfortable in the fact that we make very good music. We make very good art. And I'm, I am I have no doubt about that. I have no doubt that people will enjoy what we put out because not even just to boost my own ego, um, but also I know who's gone into it, like the musicians. Pharaoh, yeah. mm-hmm. the guy that played on Pharaoh on the guitar, his name's Luca Faraoni. He's, in fact, that's what the, song's, the song is named after him because he came and killed it when he played the... Dun, dun, dun. And like, every... Oh, listen, like, he, that's <laughs> an elite musician. That's an elite yeah. musician. So I had no doubt, it doesn't matter when this song comes out, people are going to mess with this song. And then you've got the yeah. guy that's on um trom- trombone? Trombone, yeah. I think it, yeah, it is a trombone. The guy that's playing the trombone, um, his name's Dennis Rollins. Mm-hmm. That man is an MBE, because like right. for his for his service to um, jazz music in right. in in the UK, I know right. that whatever he does in it, because he's an excellent musician, people are gonna mess with it. People are gonna people are gonna vibe with it. Um, yeah. Tamika, Charlie Stacy playing piano, people are gonna vibe with it. That little bit in the middle, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm, like people mm-hmm. are gonna like that's gonna send people away because I know how it made me feel when I heard it. Mm. Um, so the artist in me isn't. I have, I'm not phased. I'm not phased, and I know how many years I've put into my craft as well. So when I bar, I bar good, and you're gonna go somewhere. You're gonna travel with me. 
Um, yeah. Mm. So I'm not, yeah, I haven't got no doubts where that's concerned. Um, but the frustration always comes from I need to move on in life. Like I need to, this, the amount of work I've put into this is equal to the amount of work that, like some of my friends are doctors by now. Because they went to work and they and they went to study and they studied for seven years, and yep. mm-hmm. they they done what they needed to do to get their doctorate. I've studied yep. my craft for seven, eight more longer than that. Um, not to compare the two, however, the journey is the same, just in a different context. Yeah. So, um, like the 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 want for things to come faster always comes from that place of frustration. It's like, cool, I've put in a lot for this. I need to see some fruit from this now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you know, I've always good man. Sometimes I like it when, when I've been sitting on something for a while and then it comes out. That's a very cathartic feeling, and I enjoy that feeling. Um, so you know, there's there's good parts to both of it, without a doubt. So it's more like um, in what you were saying previously is like uh, I guess more trust in your um, trust in yourself I guess yeah, um, yeah. and your craft I guess as well that um, you know you've 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 worked at it and because of them that time you've put into it um, things will come out of that um, mm. just as long as you keep sharpening the tool basically like when it's time to when it's time to give a swipe that swipe's gonna be clean basically i guess absolutely absolutely yeah yeah that's a great um that's a great uh i guess uh lesson for many eyes to be completely honest um i feel i feel like i'm still trying to i guess uh learn that in some ways um what do you feel like stopping you from 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 that surety it's not. It's not a matter of. Um, um, hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. That's the first. <laughs> that's the first time someone's asked you about a question on it. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, let me think about yeah, that. No. Let me flip the uh, script right quick. Ha! Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Nah, I'm sure. I I I think it's more like I'm sure that what I'm doing is great. Like I feel like it's good work. Um, it's a matter of uh, mirroring that to other people. There's my problem probably. Um, right. It's I don't I don't maybe it may be because I can't um, or I am not that good at trying to um, relay vision or. Um, something of that nature um but yeah i I feel like oh and it's also just like an ang uh i guess uh it's it's like a it's like a complete yin and yang of like um i want everybody to see this um yeah but (laughs) yeah you know i mean so um I think I think I'm butchering it to be honest. To trying to think about it, but uh, in lifetime, but yeah, it's 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 an odd it's an odd one to be honest for me. I guess it's kind of just one of those things that I have to. Um, that like I said, I'm trying to like uh, work through, and I think 
writing in terms of what I do in terms of like writing screenplays and stuff like that uh I feel like the people that can um that can help uh always need something that I can't afford right now <laughs> right 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 and I'm not it doesn't have to be monetary you know what I mean it's it could be other things but, but a lot like, of it does just... come down to that though and I and I respect and I appreciate that um and yeah. that kind of comes back to yeah because like I feel like that's a that's a universal feeling amongst artists amongst up-and-coming artists um it's it's a it's just a strange time that we're living in like <laughs> no the, shit yeah I mean aside from what is actually physically happening right now um <laughs> like more more broadly yeah yeah okay the um like music is like not even just music art and creativity is so easily accessible and yeah it looks it seems like every day somebody just catches a break and it's like everybody all of a sudden knows them and then mm. it begs the question oh, what did they do differently to me um, yeah. mm-hmm. and that question if it's not um, if it's not reined in and it's not um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for if it's not disciplined um, that question will will run riot in your mind and Mm. It will it will bring you back to that kind of that um, that imposter syndrome, as it were. Um, oh yeah, and money can be very significant of that as well, um, or the lack of can be very significant of that as well. Um, yeah, but I think the the aim is to not so much to the aim is not so much to to gain. Um, so like numbers, for example, mm-hmm. my Spotify numbers aren't great, um, and at a point I was that used to frustrate me a lot. It was like it, it still does, because um, I'm like, why isn't why aren't people hearing this? Like I'm, I don't know this that the other, um, yeah, yeah. But I realized that the aim was not to gain the numbers. The aim is to change the focus. Okay, who's mm. listening to it? What do they have to say about it? Are they enjoying it? Um, has it actually reached them? Have they shared it with a couple of their friends? Is, did it? Did it? Did they enjoy it that much? Um, and then when you start looking at that, then the averages are incredible. The averages are is it, it's a it's a totally different thing, and that becomes a a an achievement in itself. And then yeah. once you can shift your focus from numbers and and monetary gain to physical interaction and how people react to to what you're doing then the reward comes a lot thicker and a lot faster um and then everything else will follow everything else will follow because if you focus on art good art doesn't get ignored people will vibe Mm. with it and people will obviously there's a there's a level of being smart with it you can use your google analytics you can use your instagram ads you can do this that and the other and that's going to help boost it to more ears but if you're boosting shit quality art to more people, you might get better numbers, but you won't get the same return on investment because people are not invested. So, yeah. as I, I, I'm really, as I'm saying this to you, I'm saying it to myself as well. Um, <laughs> the main yeah, thing no. for me is like to switch the focus, switch the focus, yeah, yeah. and everything follows. Everything follows. Yeah, no, no, that's 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 good words, honestly. 
Um, yeah, now that imposter syndrome hits like a like a, a clean right hook sometimes. I tell you, like <laughs> trust me, trust me. Yeah, uh, that shit too real. That shit too real. But um, nah, it's good. It's good words on that. Honestly, it's um, I think it's always something. Um, it's I think it's always worth um giving ourselves um a moment of like uh self affirmation um especially when you like uh zoom out and think about you know what have you done in the past year what have you done in the past five ten you know i mean then it becomes a lot more um um, like we said at the start you know perspective is really you know a genuine thing um you know someone's uh you know someone sees a penny and they and they see that as you know investment someone sees a penny and they leave it you know i mean so it's just how you it's how you see something um so yeah no that's 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 some that's a good word on that um so i wanted to ask uh how did the uh the social uh the blank space social come about um just because uh, cause obviously, like you said, I I, I, particip- uh, I, went, I went to see uh, one. Um, last Who was there when you saw it? Well, I'm trying to figure out when you when you came. Uh, um, I forgot boss. <laughs> I forgot their names. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I think you either came in November or December, so it was something. Our... Yeah, something something like that. Something like that. October maybe. Um, Oscar was one. <laughs> if Oscar was there, then yeah, you came in October. You're right. Yeah, that was Oscar Terry, Darker Strife, Sharika Sharad. That yeah. was a good show. Um, mm. If I remember correctly, that show went over a little bit um, because I was talking too much. I, I tend to do that. <laughs> I mean, um, probably. Not to <laughs> but yeah, that was. Yeah, so yeah, you came to the October show. That was a good show. Um, mm. What made me start it, or how did it start? What was the question again? Uh, both. Uh, I, I think I said how, but both is, I think, that's, uh, worthy. Um. It started as I've always wanted to run some type of music now um, because I've always been surrounded by very talented people. I'm blessed to to have a lot of talented people in my friend circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first blank space was actually in, I used to run creative writing workshops in a members club in Bank. Um, and when I was right, when I was doing those workshops, the events organizer called me on a Thursday and asked me if I could organise an open mic for a Monday for that next Monday and right. I hadn't done my, I hadn't done that before but I don't know if she knew I hadn't done that before or not but I didn't tell her I was like yep yeah, sure I got it <laughs> oh you got Fake a budget you too <laughs> you got a budget too absolutely I'll throw in some <laughs> confetti there too how you mean so um <laughs> So I kind of just took it up and I was like, cool, how are we going to make this? And during the name Blank Space came from a um, a workshop that I had done previously. I needed to fill some space on one of the um, one of the one of the bits of writing material that we used. And right. to fill that space, I wrote the word Blank Space just because I didn't know what else to put. And then I, as I was trying to figure out the name, that piece of material was just on my desk. I looked at it and I was like, oh. That's a cool name. Let me just try mm. that. But I didn't intend on it becoming what it became. Um, it was supposed to just be for that night. But we had about 60 attendees on that one night. 
and I was just like, whoa, okay, people actually want to come to something like this. Um, and so, but the the audience that was that were residents to that club, it's a very like it's a top notch um, members club. It's 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 really good. Um, yeah. But it's also very expensive. So the people that go to that club are not really the my audience. They're not my demographic. Right. Um, I wanted to I wanted to bring I wanted to bring it home to the community. Um, to, when I say the community, I mean like my friends' parents come to Blank Space now. Like mm-hmm. it's I'm not just talking about like my lot, but my friends' parents come. But also like there's a student district just close to to Intramus Social. There's a lot of different communities that can access it. And the members club is very exclusive. So mm-hmm. um, we started it off in a pub in in Tootin because they were kind enough. The Gorange Park, shout out to Gorange Park. They were kind enough to just give us their space. Um, and we started it off with a PA system so people would come up and if they played guitar then they would play guitar and it would be an acoustic session but if they had a PA they would play PA um, yeah and yeah it just it, it kind of just shot off from there we started with about 20 people in the audience by the end of that period we had about 80 people fitting in about I think it was an 80 capacity room so we were like cool we need to upscale upscale mm-hmm. and move to the to and drama social which is in the same area um and it's introduced the house band and again like the house band are some of the best musicians in the country hands down and i mm-hmm. get like i can say that because i know the circuits that they've been around i know who mm-hmm. who who calls on them to do their shows like i'm not gonna name drop but these are big <laughs> boys yeah um so i knew the quality of it was gonna be something different um, for sure and it just grew from there you know then we moved like the Christmas show we sold I don't know how many tickets but a lot of tickets especially for an open mic you don't really see that in open mics um, mm-hmm. and yeah so we've been going for about a year now um, we have been hit by this um, coronavirus as has every event but you know we adapt we move and we adapt so mm-hmm. um, yeah but yeah, that's that's how it came to be. Why it came to be, I just I feel like a lot of a lot of musicians get overlooked because they're not part of a scene. Like there's definitely scenes in this city. Um, yeah, for sure. That can can be quite exclusive, and I don't say that begrudgingly at all. Like I think it's um it's beautiful that people have been able to build scenes and foundations, and like people gravitate towards them. Um, but it is difficult to navigate that as someone who's not a part of those scenes to fight to try and infiltrate them um, yeah for sure and then by and by be part of a conversation so i wanted to create something new which was open exclusive not open, not exclusive open inclusive um and to see where we can go with it yeah so, for sure so yeah we 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 did and obviously we we're, we're still in the process of building but um that was like the main foundation of it all. Yeah, and no, that was um, yeah, the show I went to was really good. I really enjoyed uh, the night. To be honest, it was very enjoyable. Um, I remember at the start, um, uh, two old uh, uh, two old ladies came to me. It's like just chatting and they were telling me about I think like the history of the <laughs> history of the building. Is <laughs> that right? It, 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 <laughs> 
oh, they were just telling me like who who's been in there, like artist wise. I was just like, oh right. Oh. Some of them I just haven't heard a lick of, and like I consider myself a bit, you know, like musically intelligent. But like I was just like, I, I I'll I'll be real with you. I've never heard of that. But fair, fair <laughs> enough. Fair ups. Big ups. Big ups. Yeah, that's no, good. Because obviously that place is very eclectic in how in in its uh, aesthetic. It's, um, yeah, yeah. It's very it's it's an interesting place. Um, but that's my point though about like. Even that conversation that's had, you, there's not many events that will draw those type of generations into one place. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I'm most proud about with um, Blank Space. Um, I have the team that have created Blank Space. I'm super proud of them. There's four of us that run it. Um, yeah. you got um, Justin Donnell, who make Infinite Sounds, the DJs. you got Aaron, who does the visual aspects of everything. And there's a lot of work that goes in behind it. And... Like Jess and Danelle's parents come to the shows. Aaron brings like Aaron's very well connected and his network is very good. So like he brings people of our generation into the shows that I would never have connected with because he's in mm-hmm. the, he's in those rooms. So yeah. we we really and obviously there's a lot more work that goes into it than that. But um, yeah, though that's one of the things I'm most proud of that we can we can draw that together. I've been recently thinking about um, the. Uh, I guess importance of having a team. Um, yeah. How I guess uh, just uh, indulge me in how um, I get. I guess like how important um, and obviously it's kind of a, a, a you know a really obvious answer. But like I guess what is the importance for you um, not to having a team but like having a, a, a good team I guess let's put a qualifier um, on it it is it's invaluable it's invaluable um, the, in its simplest form because two heads are better than one four heads are better than two um, mm-hmm. you don't want too many chefs in the kitchen but when you could excuse me I just had my apple cider vinegar this morning my belly's fighting it <laughs> Uh, my breath smells like a chip shop. Um, right, okay. <laughs> Glad we're remote. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the yeah having a think tank is important because you can you can just bounce off of each other, like and say, um, what I might think is a good idea. They might might be- they might make better, or they might tell me that shit. And when three people that I trust through and through turn around to me and say, "Okay, you're chatting like you're chatting egg," I might just have to relook at it and say, "Okay, cool. How can I reevaluate this to make it better?" Um, and I can't do that on my own. Um, yeah. And every everyone pr- plays to their strength. So, um, like we have a financial um, out of the four of us. One of us is selected. Um, to to take care of the finance, one of us selected to take care of the yeah. social media. One of us has done this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all important because. So I was listening to an interview recently, and someone was talking about one of the best things that they done was fire themselves. So they made it when they were creating a company. They made a list of everything that they do, um, to keep the company running. Then they looked down the list and they were like, "Cool, I'm not very good at this. I don't like doing this. I'm great at that." and when they built a team together they just crossed their name off all the things that they didn't like doing or weren't good at 
handed it to someone who was better. Mm. And all of a sudden, the business thrives. Mm. Um, having a team is second to none. It is so important. It's invaluable. Um, and especially when like having a team that's as passionate about what you're doing as you are, that's 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 crazy. It takes a lot. Of, it takes a bit of convincing to get people on that same page. Um, but then it comes back to our conversation before. If it's good art, it's good art. No one's going to question it. Um, For sure. So, yeah. Very important. <laughs> in answer to your no. question, uh, very important. No. Yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's good. It's something I've been thinking about. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's good advice. I'm Are see. you thinking about getting a team? I have been, yeah. Do it. No, 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 in terms of this, because this is fine for me. This is, I could do this shit on my, I could do this shit by, literally blindfolded. Um, I'm wearing sunglasses at the moment, but yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, but other things, I guess, other things in, 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 in the noodle. Um, it's just, it's just, uh, yeah, one of those things I just try to think about, uh, ahead of time, I guess, um, mar- yeah. let, it mar- let it marinate. I like to let ideas marinate. Yeah, it's it's something that I've gradually just uh, become more aware of that these people I look up to have squ- have squads and I uh, yeah so it, clearly there's something beneficial to it so um Without but doubt. yeah Without but doubt. I guess it, in these past few years it's just, for me it's just been like if 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 um if uh, I I just try if I can't do it myself I can't do it myself yeah. You know <laughs> I just, I just live with it, but then I just try and adapt, and if I and trying to make it so I can do it by myself, basically. So that's kind of just how I've um, tackled most of the stuff I've done so far. But um, yeah, I think it's getting to a point. It's getting to a point where like the ideas are just getting a bit larger. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a beautiful uh, place to be, man. That's a beautiful place to be. Thanks. Um, so so run with that, man. Run with that, especially now whilst you have this energy. Facts, um, yeah, and yeah, get people on board. Yeah, facts for sure. Um, so I'd like to um, well, find an interviews now. Um, as we're in quarantine season, um, is obviously the reason why I'm doing these interviews uh, so far. Um, I like to ask, uh, what are you listening to? Like, what, what's on your regular rotation? What you've been spinning? Um. I just realised it doesn't have to be music. By the way, I've asked everyone else. Um, they know, and they always keep it to music. But like, if you watch any TV shows or films, or re- obviously you're um, you figured of doing a book club. I saw that. So um, yeah, I've started that. Know. So that's um, yeah, I'm doing. I'm currently reading, or the club is reading, um, Invisible Man by Ralph Ellison. Incredibly mm-hmm. written book. Um, I'm only, I'm very like, I'm not very far into it at all. I'm only chapter two i need to do two chapters today um incredible book though incredible book um so far so far let me not put my name to that until i've actually read it <laughs> <laughs> it just gets you into trash <laughs> yeah um but no that's 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 really good um am i listening to anything other than that i'm trying to get back into radio so i'll be listening to a lot of beats one um i don't i haven't listened to radio for a long time um, the only way I you really discover music you know what I mean the only way yeah. I really discover music is through just scrolling through YouTube and just picking up on um, like the suggested things but that just that's just mad robotic and boring like I don't want to discover music like that I want 
a tastemaker to go out and go to the depths of Sri Lanka and pull back this mad hip hop jazz. Bro, I don't know that fusion. You know what I'm saying? That fusion. That's how I want to discover music. Yeah, fam, I got you, fam. <laughs> I, I I got you, but like honestly, that's like been my whole um, like the past two years for me. It's just been it's just been trying to do that, like trying to find like um, like outlets that just dabble in other things. Yeah. And like uh, the and then when you get into those ticker artists, you can like branch out and just like what I like to do. Um, it's just like um, if I've clocked my artist and I like what they're doing, and I've just listened to their stuff for the first time, hit up that relate, hit up them related artists, and you know just go through them. Yeah, like, just, yeah, and yeah, just yeah. I've been doing cha- that and as just well. chain link it. Oh my days! So the rewarding nature of that is glorious. Yeah, man, it's, it's great. This is gonna so many weird, so many artists I, I know of that people don't know, and it's it makes me feel nice. <laughs> I don't know. Why. This is gonna sound weird, but I've done the same with my own music page so i went onto my page and i was like mm, well, yeah, i wonder what yeah. i wonder who spotify relates me to yeah and um some of them are it's a dope i never heard of any of them but some of them are really really good yeah. um yeah some of them are obviously i have heard of um like wretches on there uh Akala, koji radical um there's like there's a few people but to the ones that i hadn't heard of it's very 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 dope very dope Check it out. Check it out. Follow the page. <laughs> Follow everyone that's on there. Little plug. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's standard procedure. That's, that's standard procedure. Um uh well, I like to well, you we already know, but I like to always finish uh with a top five. Um I don't remember the rules, but obviously it's your top five. No stipulations unless you want to put stipulations on them. Um so yeah, does that be music? Like I said, but um, it's your top oh. five, so do what you want with it. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot that that's how it goes. Um, okay, I'll do top five fruits because I had a great conversation about fruit last night. Number one. Shout out to fruit. <laughs> shout out to fruit. Shout out to all the pears. Um, <laughs> number one, soursop. Number two, mango. Number mm. three, raspberries. Number four, mm. Um, passion fruit and number five. Facts. Uh, you say facts or vex? Uh, no facts. I like passion. Yeah, passion fruit is top five. Okay, yeah. good. I was. I thought you said vex. I was gonna have a, have an argument with you. <laughs> um, number five. No, I can't put pineapple in there. As much as I love pineapple. Um, mango steam. Nah, I can't go up there. Dragon fruit looks the best, but it's not the best. Um, custard apple. Oh, that thought, and you put in the most basic. <laughs> no, no, not apple. Not it. apple. Custard apple. Custard it's, apple. It's, it's very different. Very, very different. Okay. It's not, it's not an apple. Yeah, okay. there you go. There you go. <laughs> I thought you just uh, all that all that deep thought and he was like dragon fruit nah ah, pineapple nah apple yeah <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I would have been amazing I would have been but yeah alright f- fair enough custard apple yeah f- fair, fair enough fair enough I feel like th- that's, that's the top five that everyone can argue about because like everyone has the top no surely everyone argue. has the top five everyone no, no one can argue five. with that list no one can argue with that list <laughs> 
That's ah, the best. Of, I mean, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking mango passion fruit for damn sure. Um, past that, I just I, I I switch up constantly and honestly, like um, <laughs> like for for a minute, it's, um, I, f- I think at the moment it's like maybe oranges. I, I fuck with oranges. Super flexible, tastes good on its own, you know. Um, mm. Strawberries, I mess with the strawberry to be honest. That's um, that's, that's always throws in some banging flavors. Um, yeah, and that's always the fi- the fifth one's always it's always a. It's always it's always a tough one, isn't it? Um, probably like something like cherries, to be honest. Like I, I fuck with the cherry. I, fuck, I fuck, it's usually you pick raspberry. I, I really um, I feel like raspberry for how popular it is, nobody ever picks it. It's it's, it's interesting. Listen, gotta rate the raspberries. I feel like you need to you need to visit your um your local Sri Lankan vendor though. Or your, <laughs> local, your local your local market by like the small, yeah. the, the the corner the corn the shop nah, in the corner yeah. of the market because they got the tropical fruit. You didn't list any tropical fruits in there. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, nah, my my tropical games or my my tropical games lacking. I will always say that. I, I so I see last year last summer I tried the jackfruit for the same t- first time. Okay. Mm. What did you think of that? It was clean. It was clean. It was clean. I I, I rated it. Jackfruit's banging. There's two things that I don't like about jackfruit. One, I think I'm slightly allergic to it um, because my mouth goes all f- like fuzzy when I eat it. But two, okay. <laughs> two, I don't like the texture and it stinks. Jackfruit yeah. stinks. <laughs> it smells terrible. Like it smells awful. And I, 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 I would, uh, I would relegate it just for that. Even though the flavor's am- amazing, it's getting relegated. It's getting dropped to the bottom of the pile for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's fair. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, no, that was that was the initial reaction. <laughs> that was the initial reaction. I was like, oh, 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 that's a smell. <laughs> that's the interesting smell. But any- anyway, uh, shout out to fruits and uh, shout out to Dig for the time. I appreciate time. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, man. All, all, all on, all on the up um, as we go through um, our isolations. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was my conversation with Deacon. Uh, have you guys got something out of that? Um, especially if you're, you know, in the creative uh, area of life. Um, I think it's always it's always worth knowing that you know you're not the only person that has the pitfalls, like I stated at the start of the show, and you know, this we all make very similar mistakes um but i feel like you know the people that uh, learn from those mistakes in the best possible way um get to where they want to be um in due time and when it's right i guess and you know it's always it's easy to say that kind of stuff you know but it's even harder to actually put it into practice so uh you know, take it with a grain of salt if you want. Um, but I feel like uh, I feel like everything Deacon said, especially, was just a uh, pure gospel and uh, was real. It's good food, good word, food for the soul. Uh, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, hope you've enjoyed this episode from Fifth and Podcast Network. I've enjoyed saying this been was good. Music has been all right by ASO and Baxter by Brock Berrigan. You can find their music via their Bandcamp links in the description below. Thank you to Chill Hop Records for the ability to use these songs. You can also find their entire discography 
in the back link in the description below. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. I should always try and do the same, of course. Stay safe. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Until the next time, take it easy. Ladies and gentlemen.